I don't know what this is, but I'm going to guess just based on our prior recording conversation that you're obsessed with Genesis right now. <laughs> yeah, there you this go. This is Genesis. It's Genesis. And is this the cool Peter Gabriel Genesis or the better Phil this Collins? This was actually the the second after Phil Collins, after Peter Gabriel left, and the last album with Steve Hackett. Steve Hackett was who? One of the guitar players. Okay. Mm. Is Phil it, Collins is always on drums? He was, and... Um, but then when he took over singing duties, they had to get a touring drummer. Mm, that makes sense. They got Bill Bruford. They got one of those studio. Bill Bruford? Isn't that the Yes drummer? Yeah. And then they had... Um, I want credit for knowing that. That's that. good. Isn't yeah. that pretty good? I'm actually, I, know, I, I know about prog rock. I just hate it. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm actually shocked to, to hear that. about all yeah. the, uh, the uh, references to theater. See, you really have to understand something to hate it. You know, like I don't blindly hate. I listen, I digest, and I still don't like it. It's impressive. Yeah. So Genesis, I I can tell, I can hear the prog rock. Yeah. But I don't dislike it right now because I'm assuming Phil Collins' luscious tones are going to come in at some point and save this. Song. This this guy's instrumental, but I picked oh. it because that snare drum, that drum roll that starts at the beginning, reminded me of uh, Smashing Pumpkins' song that begins oh, with a similar chair bra. There you go. So, I think anyway. this is an episode. And just to start out, this is Flower CZ Hour, the podcast dedicated to Smashing Pumpkins. I'm Tim. I'm here with Ryan and Greg. Hi. And we got, this time, I think we really have some Smashing Pumpkin stuff to talk about. We do. And we're recording this on St. Patrick's Day. I'm wearing green. Is it St. Patrick's Day? And Ryan's not wearing green. Yeah. What, what if I'm green with jealousy? For my what if I'm green? Skills. <laughs> Stubbs is green with money from the cash rules, real estate. Yeah, I've got a lot to talk about it. Well, cryptocurrency, invest, investing. Oh, it's all just coming out right, right here. All well, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we know, had talked Stubbs about doing keeps, a pre-production. Ryan, meeting. Ryan keeps texting me real estate from his neighborhood. Actually, <laughs> is he really? Yeah. What's yeah. going on in the hood? Well, look, look. Well, if you're heard. interested in real estate, I've got I'm two pieces of advice for you. First. Location. Second, buy low. Sell high. Third, location. sell location. <laughs> sell your location to the web, and then people will know where your business is. <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah. I like that a lot. I don't understand the last one a lot, but I'll trust you that it's just over my head because I'm not really yeah, it's in the biz. It's more of a big data play. Yeah. So, um, I mean, a little later, we're going to talk about blockchain, cryptocurrency. Blockchain. That's what we couldn't come uh, up with it. Yeah, we we're trying so to pull Greg it. Greg and I were just talking about cryptocurrencies before you got here, Stubbs. What? Because Without me? Well, because you're late as always. Right? Oh, man. So, but we're talking about cryptocurrencies, and I said to Greg, Greg, now mark my words. You can correct me if I say anything wrong, but here's what I said to Greg. Mm-hmm. I said, Brian Stubbs has a bachelor's degree in economics. <laughs> yep. From the, uni- from, from the University of Phoenix. <laughs> from DeVry. From Boulder, Colorado. He, if anyone, will be able to explain the economics behind Bitcoin oh, to us. <laughs> yes, I certainly will. Because Greg and I were like, there's no government backing. And as far as our layman understanding of economics, you have government backing it for security. But I don't understand what's backing Bitcoin. Ryan, explain. 
Well, I mean, who's backing that dollar that you just gave me earlier? And what's a government really other than just a social contract, right? You're just agreeing to follow the government Wait, are you, blindly. I didn't ask for your John Lockean philosophy <laughs> about social contracts. Well, I think I that's asked for money. Well, that is money fun, and business talk. It's fundamental to understanding today's cryptocurrency markets, right? And the relationships that we have multi national unilateral Here's bifurcated a, break, break it down on a lower level i want to go into amsterdam falafel which is a popular restaurant here in, in the Dumb district, city the right. district of crunch and they you have a go, bitcoin machine there you d they do and actually and do I they, want, do they, really? they do yes. they really do you can go there because one time ryan and i were there yes and i extracted I, some of my bitcoins because no, i'm heavily leveraged you into bitcoin. Are, you're a liar you were too afraid to buy some that night well i got the little qr <laughs> what code is it, what does a right? bitcoin got, machine look like <laughs> it looks like an atm and mm. we were let's buy some bitcoin and for some reason ryan chickened out <laughs> didn't you no well uh i didn't have cash that's the problem you've got to put cash isn't into the that ironic exactly you didn't yeah. have currency, currency. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sucks because i don't believe in government back could you funds. just hook up your uh, you don't believe multinational crypto you don't believe in government so exactly you're and that's anarchist. that's why i'm a hundred percent in on cryptocurrency because you think so, it's going to take down all governments right well let's I was I was really into real estate for a long time. I still am. I that's still where you made, play, that's where you made all your money. You know what, I still Ryan? play the market. Who know? is going to protect am, that real estate of yours without the government? Well, you I'm, and your big guns? Well, it doesn't matter because I sold all my real estate investments and put it all into <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> Which all right? one? I'm I'm big into Bitcoin <laughs> and uh, I've got at least Litecoin. Litecoin. Do you have that Steven Seagal currency he started? <laughs> I have the uh, That's not a joke. Seagal Steven mites. Seagal started yeah. a Bitcoin. Coin, Did he really? And yeah. it's already being investigated for fraud. <laughs> yeah. And I am starting my own Bitcoin. So Ryan or coin? I'm sorry, cryptocurrency. It's, it's 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 like rollerblades and inline skates. It's cryptocurrency. Is it called not, rollerblade coin? It's called <laughs> I think that's it's called roller coin. Blade bit. So how do we how do That's we actually pretty catchy? How do yeah, I make I like blade one blade bit. bit? How do I accrue one blade bit? Well, uh, yeah, well I'd have to explain the algorithm behind oh, the see, uh, Greg blockchain. Oh, Greg knew that much. Greg right. knew, knew there was an Greg algorithm. knew the word algorithm earlier, and he said algorithm. Right. He said Bitcoin is algorithm. Right. So uh, normally Bitcoin has some value because the block the ability to create that is so complicated because of a blockchain. Well, how right? much Bitcoin do you own? And so I've simplified the blockchain, so mm -hmm. it's no longer a blockchain. It's just you enter, one enter in one into your ones computer. And, ones and zeros. You enter in ones and zeros, ones and then you add them all zero, up, one. and that's how many uh, block bits you have. Oh, finally, a bit. So, now, Greg, I can understand this. So the yeah. more Are you, you can press, if you if push you press one. the button, if you keep pressing one. <laughs> and that's why it requires so much computing power, right? And that's yeah. why you have to sit there and yeah. mine. You're mining away like you're pecking away at a wall with a pickaxe. Exactly. You're just pushing, 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 it's, pushing. It's so much easier for people to understand. And you just all you do is send me a fax with your, your ones. All right. So can I yeah. can I give all my money to this right now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> don't we don't want it over email. You want to get in early. Hackable, okay. <laughs> yes. Microsoft Word is hackable. I, I need a fax. You know what? I'm gonna take Ryan's advice, Greg. You're gonna get I'm right gonna now. buy low and then later I'm going to sell, sell real low. estate. Wait, I already forgot the rule. Sell your location. <laughs> oh sell my location. Yes. 
What? Which is what? It's Bitcoin. It's on the web. I don't get it. No, once you buy your house with oh, Blockbit. Blockbit. <laughs> I, I thought it was something else. No, it's Blade Blade Bit. Bit Blade. But you use <laughs> Bit Block Blades. You use Blockbit to produce one blip. You block blade. the blade. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Captain America does with a shield. Right. Or like Wesley Snipes, you don't want him coming to your house and you say, I just blocked Blade when you keep Wesley Snipes out of your house. Hmm. Which is worth five blade bits. <laughs> well, it's complicated. It's it's really international commerce at the highest level. What I really want to talk about, and this is something I was got in an argument with somebody about. Um, I am not going to say here because they would be embarrassed because I, you know, obviously I destroyed them with my knowledge. Was it your ex-wife? No, it was not that one. Not <laughs> that'll that, be that edited out. Person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, one minute, eleven minutes, twenty seconds. Uh, okay, thank you very much, Craig. Sorry, I thought I thought we were getting real on this. Oh, well, we are. So anyway, I'm a big fan of Julian Casablancas. You know, Strokes. Either the, drum, the drummer solo. or the singer, or some guy. Or? Strokes. Yeah, he's the main brain behind the Strokes. He's the Stroke. Anyway, this interview was interesting because he got a lot of flack for it after. Because he made some points about music and it not and art and how he believes art is not a, not subjective. Because interviewer was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, I mean, the best music rises to the top over a decade or so." And he's like, "So whatever you like now is subjectively, I can say it's objectively bad, <laughs> but the good stuff will be objective, objectively good, and it always remains that way." So, for example, he, was, he kept, like, really ragging on Ed Sheeran. So it became very apparent that Julian Casablanca said <laughs> not he's like got Ed something. Sheeran. Yeah. But he was just saying, kept saying, like, Ed Sheeran is not objectively artistically good. <laughs> Which I, I agree with that. And he kept comparing him to Ariel Pink. And he kept saying, oh, really? Ariel Pink is objectively really good, but no one listens to him. And he's like, I, I, I bet you Ariel Pink, if he had a bigger platform, would be renowned in 10 years as a legendary artistic artist. Yeah, but his whole that whole argument disproves its own point because it's it's about the platform then and not the 10 years. Well, cuz in 10 years nobody's going to know everybody's going to have the Ed Sheeran record. It, it's we, hopefully I, nobody knows about Ed Sheeran. But no, I think he says that Ed Sheeran will mostly be like a footnote, like how Belinda Carlisle is where it's like, yeah, if you hear a song on the radio you're like, "Oh, what a pleasant Belinda Carlisle song." I'm speaking specifically of Summer Rain. I heard that recently, and it was really great. But, or Mad About You, I heard that one, I, too. I couldn't name I one song. Oh, by Belinda Carlisle? Heaven is a Place. Heaven is a Place on Earth, Circle in the Sand. I've heard yeah, Heaven is so a Place on Earth circle by the Bengals. Circle in the Sand. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, the Bengals, yeah. Heaven is a Place on Earth. I got it all. Wait, this is the Bengals, right? This is Belinda Carlisle. Belinda Carlisle. Yeah, yeah, solo. I knew Belinda Carlisle more than the Go-Go's. See, I didn't. I'm a couple years older than you, so. I thought she was really hot when I was a kid. I did, too. No comment. <laughs> yeah, she was great. Delete that. My wife's listening. Nobody's hotter than my wife. That's my wife. That's true, but you can still acknowledge Linda Carlisle as an attractive, an attractive young yeah. lady back in the day and has no, she matured still, into a she attractive, still looks, older she woman. She still looks great, because I, I, I got really into Linda Carlisle this week. You did a deep, <laughs> so basically, yeah. you did a deep dive, and you're sharing with us your Wikipedia yeah. rabbit hole well, from, from And this I was weekend. listening to the greatest hits on Spotify quite a bit. It was really good. Even made a, a note in my phone, like, maybe learn how to play Mad About You. Because I like that song. <laughs> you can do a, do a yeah. one-man cover? Yes. <laughs> Put it on YouTube. I have a little, have a little place on my phone where I have these notes saying, like, learn how to play this, because it might be fun. Little life life goals. Yeah. Stop. Right. So how can you that? tell me subjectively and objectively this is not amazing art? 
Well, Greg. It's, it's very easy to judge something objectively. Yeah. Can you play Belinda Carlisle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm you, want, you want it? I want the song I only Summer got, Rain. I only got the one. <laughs> you don't have anything else? It's, it's, I, I can't find it. It's very easy to measure um, objectively the value of art by how much it's sold, right? Yes. That's, 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 that's the, that, the only that's measure. John Galt art. That is the only that's know, measuring that's the quantitative measurement. And that sucks that the n- a number of album sales. Well, just we're just talking about music. But let's talk about the music business. But what about that's what we care about, right? Well, hold the on. Music business. I care about selling records. But what right? about You're art? The record business. What about art Do that is care? not? Stuff? What about so I've read your songs. You don't care about <laughs> selling records. <laughs> I don't. As an artist. So what about but a, as a? What about a painting or a sculpture where there's one copy? How do you measure? What's the what's the qualitative and quantitative measurement of... Well, well let me tell you, Greg. Well, I actually auction, am friends with... Sotheby's uh, auction. I'm, so it's the dollar value yeah, on the individual do- piece. Well, how, how, I'm friends how with much would you buy? I'm how friend- much would you pay for a Michelangelo? Well, that's what I'm asking. So. Exactly. That uh, is the, most, that's the best it's, art it's because it's the Michelangelo. most expensive. Don't Michelangelo. <laughs> so if I put out one <laughs> copy... You you don't know if I art. put out one copy of Light Arms Greatest Hits and sell it for a million dollars on lightarms.bandcamp.com, it is therefore if measurably you, if a you sell it. If you were able to sell it for a million dollars, then its market what value if I is a million dollars. What if I, I bought it? To get then that's its market value. With Bitcoin yeah. that I made from my real estate trade. To get Martin Screlly to buy it, Greg, yes. I think you're going to have to right. add on some unreleased tracks right. or something. Right. So that guy went right. to jail. So so we basically got to the bottom of the value of art and I actually really enjoyed the that subjective and objective measurements but of he's art, not really going right? to jail is yeah, he got seven years i yeah, know but jail. those guys and never had to give go back to jail. His well, you're the lawyer did he yes he what? has to give back his that was Wu-Tang in the album. sentencing yes give it to whom uh, yes, i don't know exactly did you, did you know that in the contract that when he bought it from wu-tang wu-tang had a um yeah, like a disclaimer said if they were able to get it back via a caper then that would be legal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that word. Yes. Man, Wu-Tang. That's, a pretty that's probably the only contract with the word caper in yes. it. <laughs> Wu-Tang is awesome. Well, Wu-Tang is fucking awesome. But, so who, right? but who represents Wu-Tang in a deal like that? Like, who is still part of the Wu-Tang that, like, they're like, working on that deal? Yeah, they have, uh, like, well, let me tell you. There's the RZA, the Jizza, the, the Ghostface Killer, killer. Raekwon the Chef, Inspector Deck. <laughs> there is Finya and Finya. <laughs> is that the Wu Tang with Peter Gabriel? Or is it? Uh, yes. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that some tie-in? I've never no, actually heard so. Wu Tang. <laughs> you've Jeez. never heard? Yes, you have because yes, you've you listened to oh, yeah, podcasts. Cash rules, every, rules real opening the song. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Yeah. Stubbs has a dollar bill in the Bitcoin machine. <laughs> That he's gonna do after he gets drunk at this podcast, right. and we're going right down the street to the Bitcoin machine. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, and you're gonna put money in, and you're gonna freak out. Let's go now. I will come back with Bitcoin. And I want to sit there eating fries like. with mayonnaise, watching the whole thing. <laughs> and I want a whole bag Bitcoins of fries. Just <laughs> rain out my butt. <laughs> His fries pay for themselves. Yeah. Uh, objectively, Wu Tang Clan is great. I well, would say that, and yeah, exactly. I would, say, I would but agree. A lot of people, but, maybe hearing them on no. f- at first, were probably turned off by the Wu Tang. But that's brand. a lot of art. So Julian mm-hmm. Casablancas went on to cite the big example of Jimi Hendrix, and he said Jimi Hendrix was not actually financially successful while he was alive, right. and his records did not sell well while he was alive. Yeah, there's and plenty of these examples of artists. Oh, that really? Don't name do. one more. <laughs> that's um, that big. Vincent Avenga. <laughs> 
I meant Vinnie Vincent. Vinnie Vincent. Vinnie Vincent was a financial and critical success in his time. <laughs> and and what's he worth now? He he is back. He Greg. is back. He's not back in New York Group because that's not his song. No, but yeah, he that's is, the other. He yeah, actually player. he met up with Gene Simmons at a show recently. Did you see that, Greg? Yeah, was that at the Atlanta? Um, no, that, what was? Wait, are you talking about Vinny met up with Gene or Ace? Vinny. Okay, because Ace and Gene just did a show too. Gene's I know. going around selling his experience. Uh, and Ace freely at the M3 Rock Festival, Greg. Are you going to have backstage this year for Ace? I am. For I some just rock talked to him soldiers? today, actually. I'm going to be on the stage with Ace. Really? I mean, I know you could be. Oh, sheesh. I know you have access sometimes. I'm pretty excited for, for that lineup. Ace. Who else? Queensryche. Uh, but Queensryche has been there every year. That's so, so lame. I don't even like them in the year. first place. Stubbs. Are, weren't they there last year? No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Stubbs, who are you most excited known. for? <laughs> Three this Stubbs year. is most excited to see the carcasses of Jeff and Noah on the lawn again. <laughs> the back of his time. eyelids. Yeah. Who are going? Jeff and Noah are going. Are going? Yeah. I got tickets already. Did you? No, not yet. But I, Noah already got a hotel. Oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, Good but I thought I was just for Saturday night because I was encouraging them this year not to do both nights because when we got there on Saturday, that's when Ryan and I found their bloated carcasses <laughs> on the lawn, just sitting there basking in the sun because they'd partied two hearts Friday night. So I'm like, just save it one day of one day Con- of eighty. Concentrated all into good. one experience. Yeah, I was really excited to experience the M3, but uh, I don't think I'm ever going again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the music was great. <laughs> the music was great. I mean, rap the music especially. Was ob- the music was objectively art. Yeah, that is going to endure yeah. for a long right. time. This is the show where we objectively measure art, right? Because we've done that with REM and Kiss. We've <laughs> That's done that true. with we have done that. Billy Corgan and Billy Ocean. And so let's, how about, uh, are we going to measure you know any more art objectively on this show um, today? Should yes, we, uh, we are. Actually, I do have a Billy Ocean story. Um, let's just take a quick break, Greg. Back from the break. <laughs> and uh, in wait, the meantime. Wait, start, start it over. Start over. Back from the break. Yeah, <laughs> in the meantime. Huh? Back from the break. <laughs> Here. Here. Hey, we're back. And we're back. In the meantime, Greg was listening to Paul Stanley's Stage Patter, which I'm sure a lot of listeners out there have enjoyed from time to time. We had finished our discussion of Julian Casablancas winning the argument against that smarmy interviewer from Vulture or whatever, and he did prove that art was objectively good or bad. And Ariel Pink is good, I believe was his point. Yeah, Ariel Pink is good. I really think he's good, but he's one of those people I don't know where to start with. There's just too much out there. Never heard of he it. He has like a ton just and ton mo- of records. Just the most recent album was great. Hmm. Listen to it. Don't tell me what to do, is what I would say to that. Don't Body, tell me what to listen to, Body or Johnson. don't tell me what to do in my daily life. You can't make me do anything I don't it's want to do. objectivism, and I do what I feel makes me feel good. I, I believe that's what John Galt does. John Galt does what he feels. Who's John Galt? He is us. He's th- the guy in the Honda Accord I in think, front of us. I think you should do what you feel. And I'm going to. I'm going to do that. But I'm telling you what to do. Don't. I've still made a choice. <laughs> I've chosen free will. <laughs> but I've still told you what to do. But I've chosen free will. To do what you do? 
Uh, no, I've chosen to play my guitar for those priests. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rush date. That's my. Uh, that's my. Up? That's my cue. That's my understanding. What is of up Rush. with Rush? I can't imagine there's anything to talk about with Rush after that deep dive we did last time. You know what I was thinking actually the other day about how it. People get all bent out of shape when bands announce that they're going to do their farewell tour or whatever like that. But Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tours Part 2 tour that's part, just coming yeah. out. But I went did, to the did last... Did you go see the original? I saw the last Rush tour, and I'm glad I went because at the time I had no clue that that was going to be it. And then I was thinking I kind of wish that they would... Because Kiss is now talking about how they're going to hire new Kiss members. Are they? Yeah, like Paul, Paul and Gene are... Really? Like continuously now dropping hint, well being well they, they always saying, do that right. Well now this happened all the time. Well now they're like, saying they're going to replace deal, themselves. Right? No. They're going to oh replace they're going to replace themselves. Oh yeah. really? With robots yeah. or with, with new Gene and Pauls. Oh okay. That's so it's going to be a complete yeah. franchise. Oh, so you're saying this. Gonna, my daughter Paul is gonna, Juan Crucier Junior Junior yes, will we'll be able see to see Kiss. Yep. Yep. Wow, this is a world that I want my daughter to grow up in. And did you hear who's gonna? Did you hear the candidates were? No, I didn't. So Ed Sheeran is gonna be what? Paul. The G- oh, the, yeah. No, he's, yeah, I think he'd be you, a good Paul. You, know, you think Ed Sheeran be Gene? Well, Wait, he's got that. Ed Sheeran know, that. really wants to be. Ed Sheeran is like he wants to be part of the best band ever. And Julian yeah. Casablancas uh, or whatever his name is is yeah, going to be the, weird that they're going to the team up after. <laughs> so much, yeah. so much beef. I think so. Beef. But Ed Sheeran seriously is like. Why would he want to? He's like a very big star. He sucks. I agree with Julian Casablancas. He really fucking sucks. Never heard of him. But he sucks. Brian, okay, you had the opportunity. Someone's like comes up to you and says, "Hey, you want to be the next Paul Stanley?" It What's depends on answer? who. You, you can, like, you can me, retire right now from me, your real estate business. Of course I would. Of course I would. Yeah, I have no one. You can but cash if I was you're someone, loser, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. If I was like cash in all anybody your said, anybody off the street said, hey, you can be me <laughs> no, you, and you, not you, I would be if yes. If someone off the streets yes. pulled you from your life off the streets. Right. And uh, you could be said, Paul Stanley. And you just have to, I don't know, I guess get in shape uh, a little bit to fit into that <laughs> leotard with that big hairy chest. Would you do the do one you with the hairy open, chest? Yeah, would you do the open chest or would you do... Oh, definitely which, the open you chest. Have to. Which yeah. Paul costume right. would you do? What is there besides the classic star child with the open chest? Well, yeah, that's v- true You've statement. got to do that. It's like saying, oh, which do you want see, I was thinking more music from the elder era where there was... Like, <laughs> You're the only one that would ever think that. Any era, I That's the care. only just, era of Kiss Just Greg's get go-to. me out of my nightmare life. That's basically <laughs> what I would say. I don't I don't care. I would say, who's Paul Stanley? Uh, so, but you think Ed Sheeran has less of a nightmare life and he would turn down Paul right. Stanley? Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't think so. I do think he is, uh, at current times, way more popular than uh, Paul Stanley. Can I get my Rush yeah, update? Yeah, I actually yeah. do. Hold on so, one second. Uh, Can't I vanish? Remember that? In, in March, that's this month. I'm it's not March. saying what year, but in March 1974, oh. Rush's debut self-tied out. Self-titled album was released. The original album released in Canada had Rush in red, mm, which was yeah. the approved yep, color. I remember that. Yep, Mercury when the records. album was released in the United States, there was a printing error, and Mercury, which had yep. Rush printed in hot pink. Yes. So uh, wow. my question is to the panel: my question is, which version cares? of the uh, Rush who album do you have? Do you have the hot pink or the um, red? 
Mm. I have the uh, hot pink. I have the hot pink too. On yeah, CD, definitely. and then I have the remaster, and then I have on vinyl also the. Let's talk marking. about that first Rush album. Oh, you want to hear the song Julian Casablanca cited as a great new song that no one knows about? Yeah. Nobody knows about it except for him. Yeah, he's like wait. he's the only guy. He's like Edge again. He's him Ed and Edge. Sheeran. Are we, so are we just Ed talking about music that we're into at this point? <laughs> no, we're talking about uh, Julian Gosselin. Okay, Stubbs is like, desperately trying to have a plan here, and Tim is just going through his phone. <laughs> yes, I should have never Tim's given him that free wire. Consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, you can speak your free consciousness. I would love to. I've got a lot to say. <laughs> you, I've, but been your si- I've been silenced by this boring. regime. <laughs> I've been silenced. By this podcast regime, oh, you've been talking the whole time about John Galt and like all these other things okay. and Bitcoin. I I, I want to talk about a dream. So this is I no, have. this is Julian <laughs> <laughs> said this song is great. Actually, what is it? It's by Porches. Oh yeah, and it's called Goodbye. And he was like, that song is objectively great. He's like, but no one I know listens to it right now. Mm. And it's really good. Well, uh, I did tell you that I really liked the last Porches album and was into it, but uh, the songs that I've heard from this most recent one, I'm going to sound like this. Well, actually, Julian Casablanca says the first minute or so sounds like Coldplay. He doesn't like it, but he loves the last minute and a half. So Why, you just have to wait I, for you that. You are really like on board with anything, Julian. I know what is. Said. You know, what? Yeah. I think we've tapped I mean, into we something. We all know here. that I he's think, handsome. I think I see myself. What is him? Him? <laughs> I, I see myself in him a lot, like a really handsome rocker. I mean, that. Yeah, you, you know? basically are like a devil maker. How many times did you read that interview? A really, uh, <laughs> well, a really interesting twice. thing about. Hey, let me say something twice. that's actually interesting. All right. Uh, I saw Julian Casablanca's live. You did not go to this show. Uh, Julian Jay Casablanca's went. Jay and went, right? The Voids. Yep. Uh, oh, Jay was there. The Voids are and tough. They're tough to get into. Right. But at that show, you know, Julian Casablanca's is like our age, right? And He's exactly our age. I looked it up. <laughs> oh, funny how you know that. Yeah, funny how you know that. Is so, he in the closet? Like, he is on. Did he is you, our have age? you removed his skin yet? But at the show, I, I can't get anywhere near him. It's an all <laughs> ages show, and there are a lot of high school girls that are going crazy. Over oh, now Julian I Hop- now I see why you think this is not too, boring. Because you're in high school girls, so you think this story is not boring. Well, I think it's boring because I'm not into high school girls. Isn't it strange that this, like, rock star... It sounds he's, like, he really has this, like, rock star status, right? Are you writing what lyrics other... with your mouth? Isn't it strange that <laughs> rock stars are cool? Well, I just thought it was interesting that someone who is our age still has followers that are, you know, uh, like... Teenage girl, kind of um, do you Beatles. Want, do you want to know why? Because he's fans. objectively a good artist, and even the next generation <laughs> yes. of women recognizes exactly. That. Because if there's any objective measure of a good artist, it's what teenage girls like. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. But uh, can I tell you a little I bit about in the corner of that one? Uh, like a realistic dream that I have that I think uh, you guys could make come true for me. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it. How much right. is this going to cost? Now I'm kind of curious. Yeah. I can, we can make it come true. Yeah. Is your dream to not have Greg eat during the recording? <laughs> not doing it in the no. mic. Not doing no. it in the mic. Is it a second Light Arms album? We're halfway yes. done. We got four songs in the can. Yeah, we do not. That's uh, yeah, we do Light Arms Greatest Hits. These Go are, on Bandcamp.com. These are kind four of small. Songs. These are small. Oh, you're talking about Blood Moon and the other ones. I see. I, I agree. Those yeah, are, Blood Moon those and are the other small. Three. Those are also. Those aren't three. There's Mechanical Monkeys and. Um, there's bl- I'm eating and trash. I can't. I can't there's talk. only I'm three. Eating. Give me that wire. I'll play you all four. No, we don't do that. But there's there's <laughs> three. What's the that? fourth one? 
Ryan, what's the fourth? Christmas. Thing? I don't know. Oh, Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I agree. I agree with your statement. Now I believe there are four songs. Okay. So there are dreams. There are many dreams that you two can help me attain. We all have dreams. One. Speaking Here's of Van one. Halen, that song "Dreams" off Fifty One Fifty. Yes, and Give it's, relate, it's we'll get related. Higher and higher, straight up we'll fly. So I just want um, like a convertible. Just rent it. It does just for a day, and just That's get in there. And have like some long hair, like a mullet. Oh, so or this something. is not a dream you had. You're saying this is a metaphysical dream for your life. This is a, a very attainable dream that I think I could accomplish. So this is a goal with some help. I thought you were actually going to describe a boring ass like dream you had no. in sleep. No, this is like okay. something that I want for myself. Okay. <laughs> and you want to drive in a convertible? In a convertible, blaring. This is your moment, Stubbs. Blaring Dreams by Van Halen. Blaring Dreams by Van Halen could be could be one track. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was thinking more like Sammy Hagar's "There's Only One Way to Rock" would be a good one for this. Ah, so like, I see you, you got do my. Do you have that? Uh, so maybe we can set the scenario. I see you my got dream. my email about best courtroom music videos <laughs> about uh, "Can't Drive 55" Sammy Hagar versus Rap and Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm significantly yeah. delinquent on Hagar. I'll have to give you the wire back. Um, but it, it's like really simple. I just want a convertible, a bunch of babes in the back, some sunglasses so on. So you want the David Lee Roth blasting, dream. Blasting music like this and just driving around and like Dave. Have great, having a great time. Greg, I think you're playing Can't California Girls this? by David Lee Roth. Like oh, yeah. he is California t- describing girls. that basically. Yeah, that's. I just want like you're on Dave TV. I want you're describing being on Dave TV. I, so I just want to be on Dave TV in real life for a little bit. <laughs> I don't want to be on Dave TV in real life. Yeah. So what's next on the agenda? Smashing Pumpkins. They have a reunion tour. And what, is it a full reunion? No, DRC's not there. And she got interviewed, and people talk about the interview, mm-hmm. and they're saying, people who read the interview, or hear the interview, say DRC's incoherent, off a rocker, and uh, rambling. People I thought she sounded it? fine in that interview. I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. I she enjoyed was really it, peeling back the veal. Yeah. yeah, but she was... I mean, she unloaded it's, it. It's pretty obvious that Billy Corgan is an asshole, objectively <laughs> well, is an, an asshole. asshole. Subjectively yes. he, and objectively yeah. a D-bag. Yeah. I've heard that. I believe that... Here, I was thinking about that, actually. I would almost rather it not be three out of four than it be three out of four. It's like it, it, either I want all of them there... Or just give me Billy and maybe Jimmy. Or right. It seems like reason. it's just another sort of yeah, Smashing Pumpkins it, bullshit reunion. Yeah, just and they're kind trying of, to sell it like it's a real reunion. Yeah, it's not but it's a not real because reunion. there's yeah. the bass player issue. Yeah, And maybe that's part of the reason why they're not selling, selling tickets. Well. If I don't DRC know. was there... Yeah, it would be. I would go. I would go. But I'm not going. <laughs> what? DRC no interest. A big I would difference. definitely be booking that flight to L.A. <laughs> right now if DRC... Yeah. DRC, hear me now. If you get your ass join out there. in, if you want to sell call, some tickets, this is a call to DRC. I want to go see the show, <laughs> but I'm not going until you join the band. I she will strike. Wants, you need to make it happen. To join the band. I will strike Brian. against the Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> until Darcy is in the band. You misread the interview. Oh. She wants to be in the band. Oh. Billy is saying no. You need to direct this at Billy Corgan. Well, if Darcy wants to take control of her life, I think she could join the band. Well, I read that interview, and she's having a very hard time doing that. Right. She, it seems very stream of consciousness. She like it's lost 
the like, thread a lot in interviews. I didn't think so. That whole thing made perfect sense to me. Uh, yeah. I was reading along. I'm thinking. I don't know which. Did you read this interview as many times as you read the Julian Casablancas interview? Of course not, because <laughs> Julian makes salient points <laughs> bit by bit, and he builds them up logically. <laughs> yeah. D- DRC. I don't know about that. He's a real genius. He is a genius. Why are you selling out Julian Casablancas all the time? I am not telling you. The nearest one in Philadelphia. And when is it? And are you going? Philadelphia, July 28th. Is who's the it? Nearest who's accompanying show. you? Well, so far, my friend Jeff wants to go. <laughs> and because uh, Jeff and but I. Is he going to go? Uh, we'll see. He's got two kids, <laughs> and uh, it's just hard to tell. But um, So you're our, probably going by yourself. Our tickets, <laughs> the tickets are already on sale? Yes. And they're not sold out? Of course. They, I mean, no, a, they are not. I mean, that's an issue, out. dude. Yeah. They sold out in Chicago one show, and they, showed out, uh, they sold out a show in L.A., and then they added right. second shows. Yeah, so it's like been on sale for a while, and, you, not and you're not even... Else. And you've got somebody who might want to go, and it's up in the air because they can still get tickets. That's an issue. Yeah. What's the issue? This thing ain't happening. Yeah. Well, everybody knows that <laughs> they'll be able to see Because them tickets again. will still be available. <laughs> they'll be able to see... Billy Corgan in some iteration of Smashing yeah. Pumpkins Billy, again Billy in two Corgan years. Billy Corgan and a couple other people really, with no. touring on another crappy I album. I want to get fucking real for a second here. Because yeah, as a Smashing Pumpkins fan, <laughs> James E. Hubbing back is a big deal. I understand that it's that's a big deal. It's kind not like of a the, big deal. No, I'm telling you as a fan, to it's some a big Smashing deal. Pumpkins fans, but those fans were going to the crappy tours with the crappy version. No, yes, that's not. No, you're full of facts. So why do they think? You're talking about things you no, not because that is like you talking about Bitcoin. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, this is like you know much about Bitcoin as you do about Smash Pumpkins fans like me, because <laughs> you don't know me. You think you know me, <laughs> and a- you don't speak <laughs> for me. You are behind a blockchain that is impenetrable. <laughs> I am gonna, I'm gonna explode my so, blockchain right now, and I'm gonna so tell you. FOMO. I'm going to tell you my blockchain <laughs> you are, you, right you now. Are you FOMO, are FOMO. Dude. You, you, you are so fomo You think you're going to miss out on yeah. the uh, re- big old reunion yeah. with half the one three quarters yeah. of the band. You are FOMO, and I'm Hodel hey. on Smashing Pumpkins. No FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> no mo no FOMO. FOMO. Mofo. I'm genuinely excited to go to a show again because James, I think, was that person... Who reined in Billy Corgan a little bit? Kind of kept it worth. And he also James's guitar parts are awesome. Like on those records, you know, a big fan here. He was an example. Well, all like "Blue Away" is a great song that James Iha co-wrote. The Boy, which I've seen, is in their set list. It's off the box set we haven't gotten to yet. But the box set has the boy, and they're playing that. And it's a great song. We haven't gotten to yet, as if we're going to get to. Yeah, we're going to get to the box set. I love that box set. The box set is one of my favorites. I know. Yeah, I, I would it. love uh, to review that. Oh, it's great. The yeah. box set is astounding. I wish we oh, had a platform. <laughs> Here we go. Jump right into it. The boy. Yes, this is a great song. Anyway, so James Yao's licks like when you watch it live, and James Yao would describe his own guitar parts as drop-ins. He says he doesn't play solos; he plays drop-ins, and all that stuff in Chair Rock, yeah, little noob- noodles, <laughs> little noodles, and so all that stuff in like Chair Rock where he comes in with a solo. Like Billy Corgan plays that solo in Chair Rock, but all the licks after that are all James Yao. I think he adds an amazing element to the band. Mm. I'm excited. 
Is he James Ha? I, I couldn't like point out. Will you point out like one James E. Ha? Like play things off Siamese Dream. And I could point out the James E. Ha parts because I've read enough about it. Right? I know like his drop-ins and also his style. His style becomes very distinctive at, compared to Billy Corgan after a while. Billy Corgan's is very flashy and bendy, I can't, and James E. Ha has these really long. I can't even tell bends. that there's a second guitar. In but you don't have a trained ear. I have a trained <laughs> ear in Smashing Pumpkins. You have a. It's so turned down. Billy has turned him so far down. In the mix that you can't even. No, tell. it's not true. You don't know which. One. Okay, so I Greg, would love to hear an example. Greg, play Stand, Give me play one Stand Inside example. Your Love. Stand Inside Your Love is one of their best songs, right? Oh, I love. Oh, it's really good. And it's it's carried mostly by James E. Hodge. It's a great written like James Billy Corgan wrote a great song, but the licks throughout are E. Hodge licks, which are really carry it. I, I want to hear one lick. Just play me a lick, and I will tell you if it's good or not. I'll lick you in the parking lot. Like I'll the old school kind what, of lick. Like, I'm going to lick you That's like Tom Sawyer style. <laughs> I'm going to lick you. So I'm going to lick you good. You, I'm going to lick it up. You want to lick it up? Yeah, I do want to lick it up. <laughs> give me the banter. Lick it up. Give me the, give me the stage banter going into lick it up. I, I saw, saw the biggest guy. old titties I'd ever seen. I was going to lick him in the parking said, lot. And she said, are you going to come see me after the show? And he said, yeah. I'm a lick This is this is one of the top five. Yeah, I agree. Songs I, ever is in my top five. And it's I remember I was this was Please I was in, isolate the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, um, no, go ahead. This is just bringing me back to it. I was in the Navy, late '90s. I was in Georgia. Yep. Were you off training crew. then? No, I was in on the sub, but you know we had off crew, and I just remember this was on the radio, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. new Smashing Pumpkins. I went well, they released that Everlasting Gaze first, which was a mistake. What I think. is this? Uh, but album. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I was not even like just literally bored. <laughs> oh, this song is so good. Okay, what, what, album, is, what does what Julian Casablancas think of this? He hates it because it sucks. This it's objectively Machina, bad. The Machines of God. Yeah. Oh, listen to that, dude. Have yeah. we talked about this album yet? Yes. We have so this is better than and Puddle we... of Mud. Uh... <laughs> objectively. <laughs> yes. Where is the James E. Ha lick? Okay. What is he adding to this? Wait. All that stuff that weird. Nice phaser. Stuff. Yeah, the phaser. That's E. Ha classic. Don't want to be your monkey man? But Eha plays the solo in this song, so yeah. you'll you'll hear it. I jump in. Um, <laughs> still haven't heard one thing by James Eha. Here we go. What's that's all? That's all Eha. What the wee? What's distinctive about? I can't tell. There's two guitars in any of these songs. That's good. Because there's like a hundred guitars or whatever. Here, listen. You turn down the bass. <laughs> there, here you go. Listen, listen. Oh, yeah. this solo is so good, dude. This is James E. Hawk. Yes. Oh, damn. Yeah. Woo! He's so subtle. I love how subtle he is. He's so good. He's awesome. That's James E. Hawk's thing. He, 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 has, he has very long, <laughs> it's great. He has very long bends and very long, slow slides. Like, he's, that's his style. It's great style. He has a very distinctive style. 
Billy's is very flashy and just like shreddy. Right. Yeah. And James E. House is like the opposite, which is that's why it's so great. But it's impossible to even pick out in their music because it's so well, I'm far. In. I'm it's, all in, baby. No, it's that's why deep it, in the mix. No, that's, like, that's one of the reasons you gotta, that, get, the only you gotta get deep in the mix. That's why that's one of the reasons I love this song though. I I, I freak out about that solo too, like Greg. When I'm, I hear it, I'm, I'm just losing like, my mind. It's like that slide up to the high note and like when I go goes, boom. boom. Yeah. So I'm the same way. Like that's the solo. This is a great song for many reasons. It's that like solo makes it a legend, a top five song. Oh my god! No, it it's like five. one oh, good. good part. If you edit out the whole podcast and just put this out on iTunes, this little blip, this will be the best downloaded episode of <laughs> Flowers and Shower <laughs> ever because that song. Was it great. is because is that's what makes the song it top is five. pretty generic. Oh my god! Right? Oh, it's like not you're being just an ass. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, that song is why I don't. Is generic? That, that song is why I don't. Ryan, like. so you, the one you thing you liked it, about it was like a two second. Second part, no, you know, the lead up, man, I'm the saying payoff. that that's makes it payoff. that makes but it top the only, five. That's the only that James E-Haw part that you can pick out is like no. a five second. Uh, we can go through Simon's back end of the I can, solo. I can take, I can pick every We're gonna song go through all the albums nobody yeah. and do every James E-Haw. No, I would love yeah. to hear it because like nobody can hear it. Because they turn it so far down it. in the mix. You can't hear it because you They make you work for you it. You don't listen, Stubbs. That's why you can't it would hear be, I'm just saying they would be a lot better band if they would, like, let his part Turn down, Billy. The point is that I'm very, actually, genuinely excited to see James E. Howard Smashing Pumpkins. And I'm going to go see him in Philadelphia. Yeah. You but can't wait for that five-second drop-in. <laughs> going all the way to Philadelphia for get, one guitar I, slide. Uh, I nope, hope nope. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I'm out of here. That's what nerds do, Ryan. You wait for, like, one little moment, and you're like, yes, that's great. Right. Well, I thought this would be good without Bryce, uh, Ryan, but just worshiping Bryce Updates Harper. in the future. We're going to go Nuggets, Wizards. Yeah. That'll be fun. Nuggets. Um, NBA also I'm very going to see right Bush now. and Third Eye Blind at the Anthem on April 6th. I'm going to see Judas Jude, Priest see on Judas Sunday. Priest. You have super excellent seats. Get You're going to be in the thing. Yep. Uh, when's, when is that? Monday? Sunday. I, oh, I kept thinking it was wow. Monday, and then I was thinking about Are you sitting it. with Jay Forte? We are. Yep. Nice. That'd be fun. Um, that's about it. M3. So, anyway, yeah. M3. That's not for a while, though. That's like a month away. May, yeah. Something. So. Awesome. Juan Crucier Jr. Jr. has been sitting up pretty well lately. And, Is he uh, spinning up? Still well? playing bass? She's playing bass. Yeah. He, she. We don't go by it. Non-binary. <laughs> Social constructs. Non-binary. Cis, no, cis Juan gender. Crucier Jr. Jr. Is yeah. aspiring to everything that he, she can be. Yeah. I got to hang out with uh, Juan for a little while. And yeah. Juan's learning how to you groove and dance and do other things. Yeah. So. I, don't, I don't think you're ready to have children. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever is, Dubs. Whoever yeah. is. I mean, that's I mean, the real question. It's kind of like nobody's ever ready to be a hero. You just become a hero. Yeah. And the parents are all heroes. And not yeah. all heroes wear capes. Except yeah. the parents that are negligent. <laughs> right. So. Well, as long as you like, if you're a kid, that proves that you had sex at least once, and if you were able to do that, you're. It a hero. doesn't, <laughs> unless, unless you've gotten a pregnancy like a test that proves it's yours. Doesn't prove that really. Have you and Robin Are got you tested? Did Robin? Do you get a DNA test? Wait a second. She has been hanging out with this guy named Juan Crucier Jr. a lot and was interested in calling, naming the baby Juan Crucier Jr. Jr. And I just thought. It was because he was a cool guy. Well, also, and like in this band, Robin and, like, Schaefer is like a renowned artist in this area. He's right, the only artist yeah. I can I can name. Yeah, I know <laughs> so, two artists. When I think art, Pablo, I think of Ryan Schaefer. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, probably in those circles, a lot of enticing young men like basquiat and things. 
Yeah, and Juan Crucier's. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I'd get that checked for next episode, so you can prove you had sex once. God damn it! So I'm not gonna take your word for it. <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we've caught up on a lot of things, and we'll uh, be back for an episode soon. So what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> we already covered that. No one's wearing green except me. Yeah. You got pinched. Anyway, right, uh, what are you even up to? <laughs> we've covered that, too. <laughs> okay. uh, thanks for listening. Father uh Greg, Ryan, and Tim, and we'll see you next time. Peace out, dudes. All right. Post-production meeting. Let's go. To the world that we're for real, we're gonna prove to everybody we know the real deal. We got golden voices and hearts.